Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Ryan? Kevin. Hi, hi, Kevin Davis here, newreleasetoday.com. How are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Awesome. Well, hey, great to get to meet you and get to experience your music in the last couple of months now. Um, and just by way of introduction, I uh, I am the lead uh, reviewer and also um, a weekly devotional writer for the website for the last almost 15 years now. And uh, my heart behind writing song-based devotionals, wanting to learn the story and scripture and personal connection to songs in Christian music, is that's how I was led to a saving faith uh, in Christ myself. Um, going back to the late 90s when I was a secular DJ and just enjoyed collecting music and alt-rock and came across that first Jars of Clay record and realized they were singing about Jesus. And it led uh -huh. me to kind of dig a little deeper, learn a little bit more about uh, poetically who they were singing about, uh, kind of similar to Heart of the Father in a way, uh, like would make me want to know, okay, tell me more about this Heart of a Father. Um, and, and wanting to then examine my own heart on kind of, you know, was I having a Jesus plus something kind of a faith? Was I kind of, you know, thinking I could sort of earn my way uh, into salvation and then acknowledging, you know, my need for a savior. So that's what led me to start wanting to pay that forward and started asking artists to share with me their heart behind their songs. And 15 years later, I've posted 1104 of uh, my behind the song devotionals. And it's always fun for me to get to talk to somebody for the first time. And so I'd love to hear from your perspective and getting to know you a little bit. Um, you know, both the, the origination and heartbeat uh, of, of writing the song, the story of writing the song, but probably more importantly, you know, both the, the truth that's embedded in these lyrics, you know, both to you personally and you'd like your listeners to experience. Because uh, I think that's, for me, the ultimate goal I have in these conversations. So with that as a way of introduction, I'd love to hear uh, from you about the song Heart of the Father. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Kevin. Um, and uh, what an honor to be able to talk with you, bro, and, and just share, you know, the story of this song and, and really thankful that the song is out there. It's a, uh, 
it's definitely a song that has more meaning the more life that you do with God, with mm. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I think even just doing life in general, um, you know, I think about the old timers, you know, <laughs> when I see them at my family get togethers and, uh, you know, like my grand, my, you know, my grandpa, it's, you're like, you know, old, you know, my grandma or something, they're sitting there and they're just looking at all the kids and they're just, letting it all happen, you know, even when like things are falling down or things are getting messy, they're not kind of like even phased. They're just kind of enjoying it. And they're just sitting in it and understanding that that's life, <laughs> you know, that that's, that's what happens when you got kids. And, yep. um, and, uh, and really that's kind of what I've just learned to know who God is, you know, and the heart of the father the song is inspired because of really that revelation of knowing that God is a father who's in heaven and he's patient and he's kind and he's gracious and he understands and, um, and he looks at us as a father. Now that I'm a father, I have two kids of my own and you know, I look at them and I think about how much grace I have for them. <laughs> you know, even if maybe other people yeah. don't, <laughs> you know, maybe if other people don't have grace for my kids, I have a certain amount of, I have, I have a, you know, a never ending grace for them. It feels like, you know, um, sometimes not, sometimes my grace runs out. So maybe that's not like a, a true statement, but you know, parents, we, you learn to look at your kids in these ways. And, um, and I grew up without a father. So, and my, my mm -hmm. home life was pretty, you know, was rough. And so I really didn't have a concept of what, like, um, unearned grace or unearned love look like because growing up, the only way you I ever got love is if I was doing something cool, you know, if I was doing something to get somebody's attention. And um, and now being a believer and now knowing Jesus and understanding that's who He is, it gives me a better understanding of how not only to receive it and let it fill my spirit up and let that truth renew me, give me the mind of Christ. But now it gives me the ability to look at others that way with the heart of the father. And I can have a better relationship even with my parents, with my aunties and my wife, with my kids, because I'm looking at everybody through the eyes of a father. And what does this person need right now? What kind of grace do they need? And so when we were making this song, it was really like, okay, we want to put Jesus and we want to put God, um, you know, give him the spotlight, but we also want to equip us with the revelation of like, how do we walk out love? You know, how do you walk out love? Right. You know, how do you walk out being a believer? Because a lot of people, you know, it's it's kind of crazy out there right now. <laughs> but I feel like this yeah. is a a simple truth, a simple song that we can all latch on to. That I latch on to every day. I try to remind myself, but um. Yeah, that's kind of the the whole the whole heart behind it, you know. No, I love that, and I love that you you referenced, you know, his kindness, uh, his mercy, his grace is what leads us to repentance. I really like that as a starting point, um, because a lot of you know the key to understanding the heart of the Father, and especially with you not having that as personal context, is 
understanding that a, a loving father, uh, and it, I think it's good what you just said about um, has patience even when we're disobedient, right? So you know how your own kids uh, test your patience with that. And as a result, we can have more understanding of the graciousness of God because yeah. when you are a father yourself and you see what having patience tested looks like, we realize how much we've been testing God's patience. But I like too that you that you say in the lyrics, you know, um, your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. And I wanted to kind of rest on that point a little bit because for me, yeah. as I've grown uh, in my faith, and I've been saved now uh, a little over twenty years, is I've realized that spiritual gifts and spiritual growth doesn't just all come at once when you get saved. It's like this sanctification process. And those those um, gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, right? Those are pictures yeah. of who God wants us to be. And, and they're like the opposite in many cases of who we are, our carnal nations, carnal natures are. And we start to realize, wow, you know, God really does have good gifts for us. We just need to open our, our lives up to him, be repentant because of his, his goodness and his grace and mercy, and then allow him to transform us. And I feel like the song points me in that direction, but again, I don't want to speak for you. So I wondered what your thoughts were about me kind of spending a little bit of time writing a little bit of a Bible study around spiritual gifts and how, you know, that is a, an aspect of what leads us to the heart of the father. Yeah. You know, I love the scripture that says um, the fruit of the spirits of patience, love, kindness, gentleness, um, you know, there are fruits of the spirit when you're actually activating, you know, when you are utilizing the truth, like, you know, being patient with others, forgiving those who come against you, um, you know, uh, those things are ways to activate, right? You're actually walking in it. You're not just reading it. So, I've always liked to say, like, Christianity is a contact sport. You have to, like, really, you have to get involved. You know, there's things you have to do with people. You know, the, the Holy Spirit is activated in you when you are being loved. And what is love? First Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, it holds no records of wrong, it hopes all things, knows all things, is long-suffering, you know, um, endures to the end. And I think those are the things that, are my daily practices and are on the forefront of my mind where where you look at the commandments and it says love your god with all your heart soul and mind and then the second commandment is love your neighbor like you would love yourself and right so you see like there's this love your god with all your heart soul and mind and and then you got to love your neighbor as you would love yourself. But it also, you know, in the scriptures, it says, you know, you can only, you know, the, the best way to love God is through faith. And the biggest thing to test your faith is to love other people, you know, it's, and, and testing your grace. And so there's like all these things that activate it, right, that set these things in motion to where you can actually see God move. The faith part is like, okay, if I do this, 
will this happen? You know, if I, if I forgive my enemies, God, will there be redemption? If I love patiently, will this person get it? <laughs> you know, will they, you know, will, and then sometimes it's just, and that's where you get to the part of like trusting God and not having any, any agenda. You know, the biggest part, I think for me, the hardest thing is to not have an agenda in loving. I'm not trying to love people to Jesus. I'm not trying to love people into better behavior. I'm trying to love people where they're at just because I know that for me, that's where I am my best, you know, and that only comes with communing with God. So your spirit guides me to the heart of the father is, having that relationship with God is having that understanding of what are those things that activate that relationship? What are those things that, you know, the guidelines, you know, and then once you start doing that in your life, you'll start seeing the spirit leading you because you're doing A, B, and C, which are the requirements for you to kind of see God. You have to step in faith in certain ways, love certain ways, um, forgive, you know, and so, those things will lead you to the heart of the Father. You will start seeing people that way. You'll start seeing God's grace in your own life, even when you start looking at yourself through that lens as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I, uh, I appreciate getting to hear your personal perspective, you know, because oftentimes a song like, like this one, you know, can be catchy and worshipful and biblical and for me, what then completes that is getting to hear the heart of the singer, right? Like, like where, how does this reflect on, on your artistry, on your faith, on your ministry? And, and so for me, that makes it even more of a personal connection, which I think is sort of the message of the song, which is one of my favorite aspects. Cause I think that's then the challenge for each of us as listeners is how am I reflecting this in my own walk? How am I um, making my faith attractive to other people by loving others? To your point, and yeah, I think again, I think too, you, Kevin, it's not yeah. it's it's not even so much of like again the whole agenda thing is I think what throws a lot of Christianity off track. You know, I think sure. the whole idea, you know, like you know, what's hard for me sometimes is this verse that has keep coming. Like, you know, I feel like the Holy Spirit has been like bringing this up to me, but there's things that we've taken and we've made mottos and we've made it the mission where make disciples of the nations. Right. And people latch on to that real quick. They latch on to that one real quick because of who we are and I think of just how God made us and our human nature. We like to assemble. <laughs> we like to militarize. You know what I'm saying? And there's this thing that people get when they're like, we got we to gotta save the whole world. And they do this thing and they forget, hey, when you commune with God on your own, it'll pour out organically. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, – yeah. like, um, it's like yoga, all right? And I know this is super controversial because yoga for so many people is like is, But just think about stretching, okay? Let's just say stretching. If sure. I stretch every day, if I'm stretching every day and I'm doing certain stretches and I'm doing these things, and then all of a sudden, 
like I'm playing with my kids and a ball goes out of the way and I have to jump for it and I, and I stretch my body out and I can grab it. I was able to do that because of the every morning getting up and stretching my body out, being ready for that moment for when it came, you know, and so, and, and, and not even thinking about it, you know, and so I think the hard thing a lot of the times is like, we have to like, understand the heart of the father first, like the foundational thing is like, dude, he covers it all. He sees us in our mess. He loves us in our brokenness, right? He loves us in our brokenness and he waits and he stays there. He doesn't even, and he gives us tools and he gives us wisdom on how to be healthy, but never in this forceful way. He's not posting on our Facebook every single day, you know, like, things that we that are wrong sinful things it's like the heart of the father is meant to transform us and then it'll go out because of how we're using it in practice you know what i'm saying and 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 so for me it's like i want people to hear this and have an encounter so that they're just transformed and have an amazing understanding of who god is for them in their own personal life and then yeah if if it and then you know i think you know, good trees bear good fruit, bro. That's what I think, you know, so. I'm with you. By the way, I, I, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like the fact that, um, and I think what you're saying, and I, and this is where I would take it is don't be like a slogan sharing Christian. Um, yeah. Or try to try to beat people over the head with like Bible verses but you can by demonstrating you know the love that you've experienced from god by passing that love on to others this kind of reminds me of the old hymn they'll know we are christians by our love like that is one of the ways we can we can show people the kingdom of god versus telling them about it and by the way i love your stretching analogy that's actually a fantastic analogy of (laughs) spending time with god is is what prepares you for getting yeah. to share about God. Um, so I love that. That's actually a perfect takeaway for me. So um, if you're okay with it, I actually would like to share that analogy. If that makes yeah, sense. go for it. That'd be great. Awesome. Well, also, this has been awesome. Like and... Yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say something. I mean, you could just throw it in there. I mean, like um, a big, I think a big thing for me and my family is we love to, uh, preach the gospel with our life and, and speak less, you know, um, and the song, you know, obviously in the songwriter still a lot, so I'm like speaking a lot, but it's, you know, I feel like that is the greatest calling is for people to like, Hey, what, like for them to ask you and be like, what is it? What is it that you got, bro? You know? And, um, yes. that's my, that's, that's my biggest thing. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'm thankful that you guys like the song, that you guys are writing about it too, man. It's just such a blessing that it's getting out there. So thank you for everything. No, my pleasure. Well, um, that that quote you just, well, that sentiment you just passed on, um, I'm pretty sure I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure it was St. Francis of Assisi said, preach the gospel at all times and if necessary, use words. That's right. Yeah, Francis. Yep. That's right, man. Because I was doing a, a, a search on all these old saints back in the day, and like, there's a, uh, a, a, is it, 
yeah, out here in California, they got all these missions that are set up. So that's probably where I did hear it. But you can yeah. just say. He you also has you a can famous, quote that. Yeah, I will. I will. And he also has a famous prayer called the Prayer of St. Francis. And it's kind of make me a channel of your peace. And it's this idea of, of basically how can I be demonstrating all these, you know, spiritual traits in how I interact with other people. So I grew up with that background, so I'm very, very familiar with it. And I do think once you sort of become saved, I guess, right? Like whatever that looks like, um, you start to understand the power of that more. Um, Whereas, you know, when you sort of look at it as just a slogan, like we said earlier, maybe you don't quite understand the power of it. But once you understand that heart of the father, you're like, oh, wow, that's really powerful. Like this whole idea of preach the gospel at all times and if necessary, use words. Um, you know, that's that's kind of like a Mother Teresa kind of way of, you know, showing people also that you love them um, when the world is casting them out kind of a thing. So so I think that's that is what we are called to as Christians. So, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart. That really will one, it will help me listen to your music in an, in an even deeper way. And because I do one of these a week, um, look forward to getting to talk to, with you again in the future about one of your other songs. Let's go, brother. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate you, brother. Be blessed, man. Thank you. You too, Ryan. Well, all the best and, and God bless until we talk again. Take care. Bye-bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.